It's time to rev it up and roll with America's premier motorcycle talk show. Open Road Radio is on the air with Gina Woods and other guest hosts. And now, with riding on their minds, here's your hosts of Open Road Radio. Good evening, it's Motorcycle Mondays for October 10th. Wow, already 10-10. it is. We have a 10-10 in the house, and there she is. Here I am, your dime. She's a 10. (laughs) Yes, you are. Hey, Chica, how are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. Looks like you were busy rolling all weekend as usual. Do you ever rest on the weekends, or you just stay on the go? Well, that's what I want to ask you, actually. I'm telling you. Hey, it is Motorcycle Mondays. We want to welcome you with a dazzling in the Full Throttle Studios out there in Sin City. Hey, tonight we've got a uh, a really good show for you. Um, a little somber because of the statistics of motorcycle accidents. But we are here to lift that up. I talk about safety and education and some of the great things that you can do to be safe, be aware. We know in some areas it's winding down, but I'm going to tell you, bud, it's been a hellacious year. It really has. You know. Yeah, we were just look, looking at some of the uh, statistics that we're going to talk about a little bit later on. And yeah, you know, this is in our side of the country. This is when the riding season gets really uh, ramped up. And so you're going to see more bikes out there than ever before. Uh, one of our friends was talking earlier this weekend in a safety brief, and he was talking about seeing motorcycles and how people are just not really trained to see motorcycles. He didn't see any red trucks out on the, on the road until he bought a red truck. And now he, that's all he sees is red trucks. So we're well, and I think it also how we can make them see us. I think it also comes uh, into play in the high schools because you know they don't have they don't have stick shift anymore. They don't have a lot of things that we learned how to drive cars and what to be aware of when driving cars. You know they are they've grown up on a, uh, on a tablet and on a on a phone. And, and that's what they have in the car. Right. And that's what people have. And uh, sadly, cell phones, social media are not our friends out on the open road. They really are not. Do you know that there are 13 million registered motorcycle riders in in uh, the United States? And that number might even be a little bit higher right now. Yeah. But 13 yeah, million, a lot. approximately 90,000 accidental deaths, uh, deaths per year in motorcycling um i mean these numbers are outrageous they've really gotten to be uh uh, very high scale now and and we've just got to do something to change that i know that we've got two very important uh and wonderful firms that we work with and we are going to have the pleasure of speaking with them this evening on what they both do on their parts obviously we know What a what a what a force in the community you are, and we really appreciate that from uh, Full Throttle Law. Uh, thank you, thank you, and we appreciate being involved with Open Road Radio, Gina, and uh, your uh, mission to get the word out, uh, along with what's going on in the industry and the news, but also how we can all get home safely at night to those that love us every night after the ride. Absolutely. And you guys are doing a lot out there. Um, I know we're going to bring Jared in in just a few minutes, but what are you seeing statistically wise? I know that you are on uh, Facebook constantly reading um, off uh, different accident uh, locations. Um, Later on in the show, we're going to speak with a new organization, Illinois Fallen Biker. Um, I know there's some other organizations out there. Uh, we've got Big Andy, who's going to join us, as well as Jason Wild. Uh, great new organization. A lot of people post in the Illinois area when there's an accident. Very much like what you do. You just have your thumb on the on the pulse. I can't believe it. Well, I'm super blessed because of... Uh the connections that we have made in the motorcycle community, they know that we are out there on the road. And so uh, there's a lot of people that just 
tag us on post, tag me, send me information. And uh, their, their, their goal is for us to try to figure out who was driving the silver cruiser that just went down on, you know, Main Street, because they would like us to try to connect that rider with their family and and friends and and things and that's the that's the real goal when we try to put the information out there you know when my uh honey went down after a motorcycle accident uh, he didn't have emergency contact information with them and it was posted on a local las vegas emergency page and a friend saw it and said, hey, I, I think this might be Stevie. And so he got the information to me. And then that's how I was able to kind of connect the dots and kept calling the phone. And eventually Nevada Highway Patrol answered his phone and said, uh, hey, you need to get down to UMC. So that's always the goal is to try to get families connected with their Right with their away. loved ones as quickly as possible exactly yeah. we've got um if you want to go ahead and do the full throttle pictures we have got the pleasure of speaking with jared richards um this evening um who owner and um uh, lawyer over at full throttle um we would love to see him pop in um, yeah so he's going to join us in uh just a couple minutes uh he is uh just waiting outside the studio so uh, we will bring them in in just a in just a moment. Fantastic. What are you seeing? Um, I know that your company, uh, your firm does a lot of education, and I think that we're getting more widespread. I know that Chicago Abate, uh, Duquesne Abate, uh, Abate of Illinois is doing a lot more in the high schools, as I was talking about. They're also uh, <laughs> being a little aggressive by going out on the streets where they have one day a year they go out on the street and they actually are at intersections and are telling people put their phones down and uh, yeah if they are yeah that still... that's uh there's no good way to to tell people to get off their cell phones when you see them because picking up your cell phone and taking a picture of someone on their cell phone would not be the best way to do it uh, but you can look to your left and look to your right at any given second and see uh, so many people that are out there on their phone. So we can continue to try to spread the message that distracted driving uh, hurts and kills both motorists and motorcyclists. Um, and some of the ways that we continue to be part of the community and getting that word out is just preparing people for what happens when there is an accident. We are so honored to partner with uh, Road Guardians and Accident Scene Management, and Vicki was able to write a beautiful uh, grant request, and we're so proud to say that she received, an, received a grant Awesome. And we'll be continuing to partner with her. We'll be uh, training uh, 150 additional motorcycle riders this year. And as part of the grant, every one of them will also be getting a trauma kit when they leave uh, leave the training. So we have our first one, October the 22nd. It's completely full right now. Wow, fantastic. Uh, but we have another one coming up in December. So and we're we'll finding that the too. word out for that. We're yeah. finding that the uh, Chicago um, or the area around me and all, all of Illinois, we're finding out that a lot of the classes are getting pretty cool. I know you have like yeah, because more people are seeing the value of it because riders that have gone through the program. So Full Throttle Law has sponsored over 200 motorcyclists to be trained in accident scene management class. And so they are now utilizing the information, the life-saving techniques and skills that they get out on the streets and they're re reporting back at how integral that training was when they came upon the scene of an Absolutely. accident. I and so a, that's why, that's where the value and why we're seeing these classes fill up so quickly in the beginning. You know, we able struggled, to train but now, over 350 yeah. students in one season. Uh, and you are a certified instructor, right, Gina? I am Gina? a certified instructor, yes. Yeah, so thank you for that. We are very fortunate to, uh, um, you know, that's the one. That's one of the biggest uh, awards is to see people walk out of there and and uh, and to see them, you know, glow with that knowledge yeah. and education. But you can see in class when it just pops in their head mm -hmm. and they're like, "Oh, I get it." I think there's a lot yeah. of intimidation 
going into it, but man, you can see the confidence. Hey, we are going to take a break and we are going to be right back with Jared Richards of Full Throttle right after these messages. All right. Terrific. How can you tell if somebody actually cares? Look at their actions. At Full Throttle Law, we are all about protecting riders. That means we don't just organize rides. We take action to keep riders safe. We have sponsored or created over 20 safety-focused events in the past year alone. Emergency response classes, first aid courses, riding seminars, track days, garage nights, and fundraisers for local independent charities. Any law firm can help you get a settlement if you get hurt. But we're already on the road with you, doing everything we can to make sure we all get home safe at the end of the ride. If you've been hurt in any kind of accident, tell your smartphone to call Full Throttle Law. We ride together. Are you ready to ride? Seafoam Motor Treatment was born with a focus on being a safe and effective product that helps engines run cleaner and last longer. Seafoam Motor Treatment is now one of the best-selling additives in North America. Seafoam Motor Treatment is an all-petroleum blend that helps lubricate upper cylinders while it cleans helping engines to run cleaner, run smoother, and last longer. Seafoam products have attracted a passionate following as the proven choice for mechanics, vehicle enthusiasts, and all sorts of people who love or depend on engines. We've grown since our humble beginnings, but our focus is still the same. Safe products that are proven to work and keep engines and equipment running their best. And if you're looking for a great cleaning combo for your bike, try Seafoam Bugs Be Gone to clean and Seafoam Fast Shine to detail. Ask for it at your local retailer. Seafoam, the trusted choice since 1942. Check out the website for the full line of products, locations, and videos at SeafoamSales.com and like us on Facebook. While some products fix problems, Andrews solves them. With nearly 50 years of passion, precision, and high performance, Andrews products changes the world of motorsports. Engineered and manufactured in-house, Andrews excels by using aircraft steel, then machining to the closest industry tolerances. If you need powerful cams, gears, and transmissions for your ride that are proudly made in America, use Andrews products. Contact andrewsproducts.com or call our tech line Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 at 847-759-0190. Warm weather means more friends, more road trips, more fun, and more people on the road. But it also means more distractions. Summer brings out motorcycle riders, so please remember to look twice, even three times, to see motorcycles and to cut down on distractions while driving. Let's keep this summer fun. Hit the open road on two wheels with help from Eagle Rider, the world's largest motorcycle rental and tour company. Choose from a wide selection of new motorcycles from popular brands like Harley-Davidson, BMW, Honda, Yamaha, and a whole lot more. Whether you're looking to get away for the day, weekend, or join us on one of our epic tours like our Wild West, Baja, or Route 66 tour. With over 150 locations worldwide and 30 years in the industry, it's plain to see why Eagle Rider is the trusted go-to name for your motorcycle rental needs. Book your next adventure today and visit us at EagleRider.com or call us at 310-321-3180. Eagle Rider. The type of law we practice is personal injury law. Specifically, we represent injured bicyclists and injured motorcyclists. My partner and myself have been practicing for 27 years. We know as a firm how to work together. Because we focus only on motorcycle crashes and bicycle crashes, we are used to not only the dynamics of how the crashes happen, but we're also used to dealing with the biases of the insurance adjusters that want to put the blame on our clients. Good evening, it's Motorcycle Mom. Oh, with, with Andrew, he needs to leave at 310. Hello. bit higher um, as much the number one and then yeah. Nevada is number five and Jared I'm going to ask you to smooth in a little bit closer to okay. to dazzling so we get you in the full picture there here we go guys um so and then um Nevada is number five on the on the uh, uh, cross-country 
worldwide it's statistics. Not, it's not where we want to be. Right. So I, I was thinking about this, and we were noticing a trend uh, recently. You know, we get wreck after wreck, and we've noticed that they tend to be uh, there are a whole bunch of left leg injuries, mm. and we're trying to figure out why is it always left leg that is injured and part of it is of course when you're trying to avoid a wreck the motorcycle is going to lean a bit to the right because that's generally what is uh, either the dangers coming from the left or the right seems to be more clear so that's what instinct tends to do but i think it also shows the tendency that we have uh, or, or that happens in traffic of motorcyclists being hit by left turning cars a I was lot, reading statistics the other day. Yeah, about 42% of all vehicle-on-vehicle -vehicle, uh, wrecks with motorcycles involves a left-hand turning car. Yeah. And you know, I was thinking, how is it that we as motorcyclists can protect ourselves from that? Because sometimes there's literally nothing you can do. Uh, generally, it takes anywhere between half a second to two and a half seconds for the average person to react once a danger even presents itself. And so by the time that if you're an average ordinary person, it may literally be too late for you to react and that wreck is just going to happen. Sure. But th the question then is how do we try to bring down the that, that reaction time that motorcyclists have from 2.5 seconds? I know that sounds like a long time, but the studies actually back that up, that that's a lot of rational, reasonable people that are reasonably attentive will have up to two and a half seconds from the time that the danger presents itself to the time that they react. Okay. Um, I, it's some put it at 1.8, but if it's at 1.8, that's an average over thousands, which means a giant chunk of those are going to be in the 2.5 second range. So, what are the things that I, that I was thinking about? How we can test that on people? I'd well, like to know think, what I mean, range I'm at. I'd, I'd like to think <laughs> that I'm, you know, that well, second I'm on my oh, yeah, again, no, that'd be know. great if we could all be point. Not when you're mad. If we could all yeah, be 0.5 right. seconds. The, but one of the things that I think motorcyclists can do, and, you know, it, when I say this, it's a little bit different than what we say in court, because in court, we're talking about legal responsibility, who between the two parties is the most at fault for this wreck. Sure. What I'm talking about here isn't about that. What I'm talking about here is just what the motorcyclists can do to try to stay alive out there. Absolutely. And one of those things is, and we learned about this in the MSF class that we take. We, we learn about it from day one, but we forget that we have to assume that we're invisible. Ride like you're invisible. And that way you are looking at all the intersections. What we've been seeing, exactly. and I see this way too much, especially of the, the younger demographic, where they are riding a little too fast on the surface streets. And the problem that you run into there is when people are trying to make those left-hand turns, they're, they're misjudging how fast the motorcycle's going, and they think they can make it, and they can't. Now, if the, mo if the person in the vehicle or the car would just sit and watch a little bit closer and be aware of how traffic is really going, they wouldn't make that mistake. But the problem is, is that people don't do that. The people are just relying on peripheral vision. What they're is it just... about our brains with that left-hand turn, do you think? Well, I mean, are well, they... The problem is if people would actually sit and think and be, pay attention to traffic when they're making left-hand turns, they wouldn't be making this mistake. Mm -hmm. But the problem is that you have too many people that are on autopilot. Yeah, and for sure. While I, and distracted. Right. And I wish that everybody who was in any car was watching your show, Gina, but the reality is it's motorcyclists that are watching. And so it's them that if we are going to talk to, we have the opportunity to just remind them, ride as though... Nobody can see you. Imagine you have the Harry Potter cloak of invisibility. Yeah, and absolutely. Just... I mean, that's true. I, I think, I, I'd like to think that um, I, I take more precaution, and I don't know if it's my age <laughs> or, if, uh, um, you know, because statistics seem to keep coming in uh, too much. But um, I think it's it's got to be, and, and also um, motorcyclists, um, revisiting those classes you know getting into yes. the uh, classes again getting into the advanced classes and just keep educating yourself you know they always say as soon as you get comfortable on a motorcycle is when something's going to happen 
you know, always right. be, I'll always be on guard. And um, uh, I tend to, I've been writing, you know, 30 something years, but um, I think that people need to be reminded over and over. And I don't think, I think we take, you know, throw caution in the wind. Right. The, to make another Harry Potter reference, constant vigilance. <laughs> uh, you know, you, but it's true. What I mean, did you watch last night? <laughs> <laughs> I've I got four see kids. You all over Harry Potter. I, I've got four kids. Harry Potter is part like of the family now. <laughs> and and you know, writers need to train themselves also. The yeah. flashing yellow is not our friend because you write. You know, people try to beat that the left hand turn into parking lots. You know, when it's a red arrow and only make left hand turns on green arrow those are the intersections that are not as difficult for us but there's a lot of flashing yellow intersections here actually they're talked yeah. about doing away with some of those because yeah. of the problem but the well it, it's sort of like you know motorcyclists they'll they'll come and tell me if jared had the right of way and the answer is yeah they did have the right of way from a courtroom standpoint the wreck is not their fault but it's sort of like when you go into a, a self-defense class and the self-defense teacher tries to teach you to look less vulnerable. Listen, just because I look vulnerable, it's not an invitation for somebody to attack me. Why? That doesn't mean that the okay. attack is my fault. But on the other hand, if there's something I can do to make myself less vulnerable and I can make myself a little bit safer, then again, from a court of law standpoint, maybe that's not an issue, but I still want to be able to get home at night safely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We, I know that uh, Full Throttle Law is involved in so many different types of classes, and we really appreciate that. Right, and I was hearing that you are also a Road Guardian instructor. I have been for uh, 20 years. Well, I've thank you for that. To... That is, and, it's you know, an amazing that's Also, I think a reason I, I, I very, you know, I, I'm a little bit more cautious probably, you know, Dazlin, we go in stages, I think, you know, some days you're yeah. just ready to whip it, and some days you're just like, ugh. Well, I feel like so, something's got. I got to be real cautious today. As a, as a road guardian instructor, I'm sure you feel the same way. For me, because I deal with so many wrecks, and that's that's what I do. And so when I'm riding around town, you know, you have that moment of silence when you're going to pass certain intersections, or this moment of extra caution. I, and I realize that it's maybe superstition, but I think, well, so and so got to follow here. your gut. <laughs> you got, well, you you always got to follow your gut. Absolutely, you got to follow your gut. Jared, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you. We we need you to come back. We need you to talk more about motorcycle safety and what we can do. We appreciate all that you do for the motorcycle community. It's amazing. Um, Gina, you know, I know it's been that a it pleasure. helps to bring those numbers down in, in Las Vegas because I know it's one of the hot spots. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you again. And okay. um, please give out some information where people can get more information or get more information and also uh, maybe talk to you uh, about upcoming uh, events that you're doing. Okay, we'd love that. So you can go at uh, www.fullthrottlelaw.com and uh, check out every tab because there's lots of fun things. We do uh, <laughs> monthly giveaways and uh, there's tons of freebies for our members as well. There is, yeah. I was on it a little while ago, I saw that. All right guys, thank you so much, Jared. Desmond, okay. hang tight. Hey, thank you. We are going to come back with Illinois Fallen Bikers and we're going to go uh, to an outbreak real fast. We'll be right back after these messages. All right. Can you tell if somebody actually cares? Look at their actions. At Full Throttle Law, we are all about protecting riders. That means we don't just organize rides, we take action to keep riders safe. We have sponsored or created over 20 safety-focused events in the past year alone. Emergency response classes, first aid courses, riding seminars, track days, garage nights, and fundraisers for local independent charities. Any law firm can help you get a settlement if you get hurt. But we're already on the road with you, doing everything we can to make sure we all get home safe at the end of the ride. If you've been hurt in any kind of accident, tell your smartphone to call Full Throttle Law. We ride together. 
ready to ride? Seafoam Motor Treatment was born with a focus on being a safe and effective product that helps engines run cleaner and last longer. Seafoam Motor Treatment is now one of the best-selling additives in North America. Seafoam Motor Treatment is an all-petroleum blend that helps lubricate upper cylinders while it cleans helping engines to run cleaner, run smoother, and last longer. Seafoam products have attracted a passionate following as the proven choice for mechanics, vehicle enthusiasts, and all sorts of people who love or depend on engines. We've grown since our humble beginnings, but our focus is still the same. Safe products that are proven to work and keep engines and equipment running their best. And if you're looking for a great cleaning combo for your bike, try Seafoam Bugs Be Gone to clean and Seafoam Fast Shine to detail. Ask for it at your local retailer. Seafoam, the trusted choice since 1942. Check out the website for the full line of products, locations, and videos at SeafoamSales.com and like us on Facebook. While some products fix problems, Andrews solves them. With nearly 50 years of passion, precision, and high performance, Andrews products changes the world of motorsports. Engineered and manufactured in-house, Andrews excels by using aircraft steel, then machining to the closest industry tolerances. If you need powerful cams, gears, and transmissions for your ride that are proudly made in America, use Andrews products. Contact andrewsproducts.com or call our tech line Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 at 847-759-0190. Warm weather means more friends, more road trips, more fun, and more people on the road. But it also means more distractions. Summer brings out motorcycle riders, so please remember to look twice, even three times, to see motorcycles and to cut down on distractions while driving. Let's keep this summer fun. Hit the open road on two wheels with help from Eagle Rider, the world's largest motorcycle rental and tour company. Choose from a wide selection of new motorcycles from popular brands like Harley-Davidson, BMW, Honda, Yamaha, and a whole lot more. Whether you're looking to get away for the day, weekend, or join us on one of our epic tours like our Wild West, Baja, or Route 66 tour. With over 150 locations worldwide and 30 years in the industry, it's plain to see why Eagle Rider is the trusted go-to name for your motorcycle rental needs. Book your next adventure today and visit us at eaglerider.com or call us at 310-321-3180. Eagle Rider. The type of law we practice is personal injury law. Specifically, we represent injured bicyclists and injured motorcyclists. My partner and myself have been practicing for 27 years. We know as a firm how to work together. Because we focus only on motorcycle crashes and bicycle crashes, we are used to not only the dynamics of how the crashes happen, but we're also used to dealing with the biases of the insurance adjusters that want to put the blame on our clients. Good evening, it's motorcycle. Bedazzle. Guys, Joe Moses in the house. I was on it a little while ago. Absolutely. My partner Andrew is going to be with us. Absolutely. My partner Andrew is going to be with us. Uh, as soon as he gets off a call, he's on with the client right now. So he was held up for just a minute. No rest for the wicked. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Great. Yeah, well, we're very glad that you're joining us and glad that uh, you guys take care of people that uh, uh, you stand up when bikers go down. And that is real important because you guys just do cycles, both bicycles and motorcycles only. So the focus is really there. Absolutely. So for 30 years now, Andrew and I have been in practice together, and we represent exactly a fallen bikers, uh, bicyclists, motorcyclists, anything on two wheels, uh, sometimes on three, every once in a while on four. Uh, but uh, but absolutely, so things things with a motor. And now you are both both cyclists of uh, bicycle and motorcycle as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I don't, I don't know how it goes over well, but I'm really um, contemplating right now going to three wheels. Oh. Uh, I actually just have my eye on a Can Am, and I'm, th- I'm thinking about it. I see too many, too many uh, oil slicks, sand on the road, gravel on the road. I mean, I know the, I know the viewers and listeners. Um, that's part of life, but. There's a time when all of us, if we want to continue riding, you know, I've got a girl I ride with that's 74 years old and she's still able to get out there. But 
you know, our bodies change. It's hell getting old. And if we want to still enjoy our passion at some point, we might all have to make that transition. So I think I figured it out. Three-wheelers now. I figured out that I'm either going to do a survey car or I'm going to do a sidecar on my panhead. So either What's way. The first one, a, a survey car? A survey, survey car. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. early, uh, like 32 to 37 or 36 and 37. I think they started 36, 37. Yeah. So Harley Davidson came up with these survey cars. And I mean, actually um, want to ride um, ride one for the Toys for Tots because I could put all the toys in the back. It's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be all all ready and shimmied up for that. Be dazzling with toys. There you go. So what what are you seeing out there on your side? Because the riding season's very different in Chicago and on the East Coast than it is on the West Coast, because we ride pretty much year round. But right now is the time when we are seeing more motorcyclists on the road than ever. And I think you guys might be going into time to start winterizing. So What's peak time and when and where and what are the accidents happening out there? May to October is what we consider season, you know, in office here. Uh, that's when people are really riding. Obviously, uh, cases and help and conversations still go on all year long, but that's really the peak of the riding season up here. Yeah. We really get, and then you've got your uh, your real diehards that will go until December 4th, the first Sunday in December, because that is the largest motorcycle parade in the world, Chicago Motorcycle Parade, um, for Toys for Tots. And uh, then you'll see very minimal. I have done a January 1 polar bear ride, though, and actually it was a really nice sunny 45 warmish day <laughs> Gina, you would, years ago. Gina, you would probably know best, but I don't know if it was one, I, you know, COVID makes me lose years, but yeah. one, two or three years ago, it was impass, impassable. And in fact, I remember the after party, this is for December 4th or for the first Sunday and in December, the after party had like five people uh, it was absolutely insane weather. Yeah. Well, I think that might have been the year that I had people staying at my house and um, everybody flopped here and we got up in the morning and there was snow and we figured, well, if we can get off of the street, then we can make it because the roads will be good. But we live in a forest preserve area on that street. And so the two guys went down. One was a publisher for a, for a, a motorcycle magazine. And the other was a, a mechanic and very avid rider. And neither one of them could make it to the end of the street. We went, eh, we're jumping in the truck. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then, you know, contrary to that, I've seen it 60,000 people as well in December. Yes. So it's really reliant on the weather. And people have or have not put their bikes away. But again, you know, you're getting a lot more three-wheelers these days too, you know, because yeah. the motorcycle um, age group, uh, which is primarily um, us, uh, is, you know, is is fading into not riding or three-wheelers now. Yeah. So with the annual fatalities now over 5,000 and um, accidents over 90,000, uh, Jared spoke a little earlier about the left-hand turn and how about 40% of motorcycle accidents where there's two vehicles involved, involve the left-hand turn. What next can riders be looking out for from your experience as the accident recreation happens? What other things can we do as riders, and I'm sure you're doing when you're out on the road, to avoid having to... Uh, and to be heard out there on the road. You know, one of the things that comes to mind, this is a little bit uh, my lawyer brain talking, yeah. and it's a little bit more of succeeding in the cases as opposed to mm -hmm. avoiding, unfortunately, getting hit and getting hurt. But yeah. um, in cases where we've had uh, the camera, because usually with the left, often with the left-hand turn, 
there's two different circumstances, but one is you got a yellow or a red with a left-hand turn and the motorcycle's going straight and that person caught in the intersection in the car feels like they have to make the left. Uh, in those cases, it's always a dispute about who had what, what light and yeah. having a camera is... And the and the videos uh, from the stores and the traffic lights don't catch it. That is such great advice. Uh, you know, there's riders that are afraid um, of the other. You know that they they'll, they'll say, "I don't I don't ride with the camera because, I mean, they're sometimes doing naughty things that they don't want yeah. recorded out there on the street." Her but when it comes down, to, I mean, you don't have to give your camera at the scene i mean if they have to get your footage responsibly so i, I think that is probably some top advice uh joe to run a camera i've seen uh not just the gopros but there's some really nice stuff and maybe we should include some uh uh, some product reviews, Gina, on an upcoming. I think it's show a great idea. I actually cameras. have one coming up for Innova. Yeah, Innova, I think that's uh, great. Systems on a camera that we are installing. Jessica Shine, she'll be so happy. <laughs> She's been trying to me to get that on the on the bike for a while. Yeah, so. Joe, we had a case uh, uh, not too long ago where the witness said the rider was uh, wearing a red helmet. Or was wearing a yellow helmet and they ran a red light, but the rider was actually wearing <laughs> a, a red helmet and <laughs> entered the, the intersection light. on the yellow, oh and that's God. what the camera showed. And so it was, uh, it was the exactly, I mean, a process of what the brain sees as a witness. And uh, you're spot on with with cameras for sure. Yeah, you know, I'll also add to it. Add to that is. Witnesses, you know, it's a perfect example. A witness is thinking they saw something and their brain registered something. Yeah. It's just not, it's just not accurate. That's not how we act right. in, in trauma situations. Yeah. So um it, it's it, even if you could prove it right, because in that case, obviously they could show the helmet and you can yeah, you can show it's that sitting in Jared's office, yeah, uh, like a yeah. little trophy on his shelf. Yeah, you, you still got problems with the insurance company, though. You know, what I mean, you still have a. It just it creates such an uphill fight. Uh, I'm sure that. it's a lot um, more common that there's a lot of streets that have a lot more uh, cameras as well as people, because there's you know that's that's a big deal. That's a big thing with social media, etc. But I know that a lot of uh, a lot of police departments have a lot more cameras. Uh, on their street. Yeah, there's private citizens now. Well, that's uh, we true. Sure. With, with a gentleman here that has thousands of cameras nationwide that he collects data from all wow. over the country that uh, partners with families. Uh, he provides those videos to families trying to figure things out totally for free. Wow. And he will help responsible law firms as well, uh, specifically on fatalities and things. Uh, wow. He provides that footage for free to uh, to people. Um, so- uh, Are these uh, are these public cameras or is it like the, um, the Nest? No, the Nest and doorbells? Yeah, and his own stuff. Yeah, with his own, uh, yeah, database and things. So it's a lot of time and money. He's a real cool dude. We love Ryan. Yeah. Wow, cool. Yeah. Maybe we should get him on sometime too. Yeah, that would be great. That's we do our I would camera, like to talk to him. camera thing. Hey, you know what, guys? We are going to bring in some uh, friends of ours that are waiting in the wings, and they are uh, with the Illinois Fallen Bikers. In fact, uh, these guys have uh, gone ahead and created the organization, and uh, Illinois is just getting word of it and hearing about it and so many folks are absolutely um using the opportunity on facebook to uh talk about and alert people and families friends of accidents and something that uh, uh Dazlin does 
constantly in Vegas. I'm just shocked that she gets the information, but her firm has been there for a long time and they people know that uh, she's in that position to announce. So they uh, they utilize her as, as that type of person. We have Big Andy and Jason Wild with us. Thanks guys for joining the show for Illinois Bikers. Heads up, phones down. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much for joining. And uh, sorry, we had you sitting in the waiting room for quite a while there. <laughs> but uh, we have Doslin from the Full Throttle Law Firm and uh, 1400 AMK Shop. And of course, you already know Joe. And Joe. Uh, great to see you guys. Thanks, Good to Joe. See you too, my friend. How's it going? So you guys had a great event uh, yesterday. You had the Decane uh, Toys toy run and uh it was kind of your first uh debut yeah it was it was uh real good we had a lot of action at the tent a lot of people stopped by a lot of people were interested a couple of people asked me about the lawyers and how come we never heard of them i said because they're not running around selling bling they're in court they're chasing down <laughs> they're chasing down traffic cameras they're chasing down witnesses they're taking care of business yeah I, yeah, for sure. It, it's funny when you see those lawyers that are constantly on TikTok and they're out there, you know, on social media 24-7. I always think to myself, like, when do you work cases? Like, <laughs> go to your office, look at some reports or something, you know, like, uh, I, I'm, I'm the eyes out on the street and, and Jared does ride, but I think that is a, a great question, you know. In our in our world, there's there's billboard lawyers and then there's lawyer lawyers. That's and, right. Uh, well, lawyers. and one of the things that uh, I was really impressed about, you know, we've just uh, been fortunate enough to reacquaint with Hassan Moses. Oh my gosh, you guys were with me 20 years ago when I first started, and then I don't know, life got busy. I don't know what we were doing, but it was nice to revisit, and uh, you guys wanted to sponsor the show again, and. Um, Andrew actually went out over the weekend to somebody's house for the second time, went to visit them. They had an accident a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I mean, that's what they're doing on their weekends, Sunday, Tuesday, Saturday. But I mean, they're they're visiting, you know, uh, people that have been in accidents, seeing if they can help them. So I, I really appreciate that uh, you do that. Thank you. Yeah, that it was uh, that accident was a uh, just a crazy one. That's something I mentioned earlier about the the oil. There, there was a con, you know basically a construction zone where they left oil on the road, didn't put up signs, and um, several people went down. Yeah, yeah, but just that you have that uh, that uh, uh, home personality that you, you go to their house and check on them and that's pretty cool that's a great service and that's kind of what illinois fallen bikers is all about is helping the families of the fallen biker as well um andy why don't you tell us why you guys put this together well it started with the distracted driving and the fallen bikers and we started by just collecting information and i was with at the abate meeting one time and they were using statistics from the 80s my mm. like, guys better than this and i started the page and the page snowballed into everything that we're doing now but the statistics which i will not share because it's depressing i got like 10 pages of accidents that just just i collected just locally i would hate to see what it is statewide but uh i got 10 pages of accidents that i collected and from there I started needing help. Jason came on board, and now we've done uh, six last rides. We're going to uh, make our first uh, crash site cross for one of the victims, for the family. They reached out to us, wants us to do one of the crosses. And uh, we also want to do uh, help with the funeral expenses. So it's, it's growing, but it started with just statistics. That's wow. awesome. So, uh, uh, Jason, uh, Gina, we're going to have to let Joe take off. Uh, he's got uh, a meeting and a client that's waiting for him. And so we're going to say good night. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you again, Joe. Thanks. It was really great to be here. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Joe. Thanks so much. We appreciate your time. Keep up the good work. Sounds right. good. Thank you. Bye. <clears throat>
All right. Sounds good. And yeah, so guys, um, as I said, that's something that uh, Dazlin's pretty passionate about as well. Um, and I don't know the ratio of what our accidents are compared to their accidents. I mean, they're all bad. But um, I, I know that she's online consistently throughout the day, and it just blows me away. And then I see Illinois Poland Biker on Facebook consistently get posted, too. So, um, you know, I... I I think it's great that you guys are there because it's about the awareness and it's just letting people, more people know, you know, heads up, phones down, um, because they don't want to have to use your service, <laughs> you know, because that means that's the yeah. end of the line. Yeah, nobody wants to become a statistic. Uh, and I've, I've lectured some kids when they drive a little radical on the bikes, like, look at my list. You don't want to be on this list. You don't want to be on this list. So we all need to be we all need to be more aware and we need to drive safe as well we're the biggest thing we're working on right now is we want to put out a psa we want to we're, we're working with a, a company in the city a production company in the city and we're going to put out a psa about distracted driving and how it affects our brothers and sisters and, and their families the families that they leave behind get hurt too yeah sadly uh when it, there's a lot of uh, face behind the helmet PSAs that are out there, you know, you don't know that person is a mother, a grandmother, a sister, um, and there's somebody waiting at home for me every time I get out on that motorcycle and I want to get home to them, as do all riders. And more talk about that's not just some stick figure out there on that on that road on those two wheels. I don't, and when, and when we're in an accident, uh, Jason, uh, the chance of significant injuries, uh, especially when it's involving a two vehicle or multi car vehicle accident, the motorcyclist has such a greater chance of not getting home that night. I don't know what your guys' statistics are there, but I just got updated data today. We've already had 61 fatalities in Nevada. That's 10% up from the prior full year of only Is that since January? Uh, yeah, and it's we have three months left to go this year. So no matter what, we're already up the prior year, um, sadly. I don't you know, know what- It goes a little farther than the face behind behind the helmet and they're a father, they're a son. There, there's a lot to what the bikers give to the community as well and who we are, who we actually are. Because most people, they just see a biker, oh, a biker went down. It's more right. than that. That's, yeah. that, that, that's, a, that, that's a, a good person in the community that went down. When people see 30, 40, 50 bikes, they paid to get on that ride to some type of charity. People don't understand yeah. People need to be made aware of that. We're not just riding around bar to bar. Everybody pick, kicked in $20, $25. That's a lot of money that we put towards a charity. Yeah, yeah I'm sure yesterday that may be another we raised, biker. Uh, they were raising yesterday money for another biker. Yesterday we raised over $60,000 for childhood cancer. Um, and yes, on, on Saturday we raised over $10,000 for veteran real estate. So you are right. When you see packs of motorcycles out there, uh, we, a lot of, we're either burying a fallen, which is, which is uh, sad. Um, but yeah, we're good people out there in the community doing really amazing things. Doing charity things for other people <laughs> that are probably bikers. And we're taking care of more than just each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What are your uh, goals for Illinois Fallen Biker? Well, our long-term goals is uh, we, we want to get a hearse and start really kind of being more involved in in the funeral itself. We want to get a, a bike pull a bike pulled hearse. We also want we also want to uh, set up some kind of funding for families who are underinsured underinsured is a big thing lately a lot of people don't understand their insurance and how underinsured they are so we want to help the underinsured and the non-insured and we also want someday to have an illinois 
tribute wall, similar to the to the to the military wall. We want to have a tribute wall to the legitimately fallen bikers. I'm not out there helping a bunch of drunk driving fallen fallen bikers. I want to help the legitimately the legitimate fallen bikers. Those are our long term goals. Right now, we're already doing last rides. We're already uh, supplying crosses for for uh, for the fallen, and uh, we're working on the PSA. So long term, we also want to. Uh, branch out from illinois we want to we want to get we want to get wisconsin we want to take care of indiana we want to service kentucky we want to service the whole freaking country yeah absolutely and i i know by means that you will um some more charity events um some more corporate uh um help i think that's some of the uh, oems uh, um i think you're going to get a lot of response and i think you're going to get a lot of uh, participation because i think when people are doing good and it's for greater good. Um, you know, I think people will 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 come into it. Yeah, Jason, tell people how they can uh, get involved to help donate to your organization to help with those burial costs and and things. How can they find you and and um, help make a difference? Well, we just recently. Uh... We just recently filed for our 501c3, so we don't have our numbers just yet. But uh, you can reach us at uh, on Facebook at uh, Illinois Fallen Bikers. We also have uh, an email, Illinois Fallen Bikers at Gmail. Uh, you can reach out to uh, either one, either Jason or I, there anytime, uh, and 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 help us or kick in some funding. Uh, we're always looking for more guys to help us on these on these last rides, because sometimes we get we get a last ride right now in Peoria. It's only him and I running down there right now. Sure, we people and we need to branch out. So we're always looking for more people to to help us with that. Yeah, and uh, I think you said the other day when we were talking when we first started that you had some people that did want to help. You know, speaking of uh, helping this organization, we're going to bring somebody in right now. We are going to bring in Andrew Cash. He is off of his earlier call, and he is going to join us by phone. Or I think he's going to join us by Zoom. Let's see if we've got him there while he's getting ready. Um, do you want to give out a number? Do you have? Oh, he's ready. There he is. How, how do I sound? Is I know I'm on the uh, outside. Sound yep, okay. you sound great and you are on the air with us. Thank you for joining us. We were just talking about some help and how you've uh, helped the organization Illinois Fallen Bikers. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a great organization. And I mean, really, the goal is to help get to a point where nobody ever has to go to a site like that, really. Uh, and, I, and I know they're doing a great effort to try, you know, get the safety message out to a, prevent it from happening in the first place. And then if it does, it's a great service. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for all your help as well, little Andy. Hey, how you doing, <laughs> big Andy? How you doing? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's my pleasure. You know, one of the things I was thinking about to be really aware of is, you know, we're getting to that time of year where the sun's getting really low, you know, the shadows are getting really long. Uh, and I always think to myself, if I see a long shadow in front of me, that could only mean one thing, which is the car coming at me probably can't see me all that great, you know? Uh, it's something to really keep in mind. And, 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 and as you guys know, that, that's the most common way these crashes happen is a car coming at you, taking a left in front of you. So uh, in the fall and the winter, that's probably the most dangerous time. Yeah, I think so too, and that's what, um... We were talking with with Jared and both uh, Jared and Joe about earlier. I haven't heard it uh, put like that before uh, with the long shadow, but that does make a lot of sense. There's a certain time of the day, even personally, my eyes are changing and they don't change as quickly at dusk and things. I don't I don't see as well, uh, especially when you have uh, people that are riding and driving with the transitional uh uh, prescription glasses. It takes a little bit sometimes for your darker sunglasses uh, to change, and uh, that is a that's a time when people don't see well when they're both in their cars or on a bike. Yeah, 